stretching some of the capacity of the human brain. He has done it with imagination. You need a temperament that neither derives great pleasure from being with the crowd or against the crowd. Because this is not a business where you take polls, it's a business where you think. I was able to take a moment that could have been a crisis and, and really lean into it and add it to the narrative and convey persistence and determination through that. It is the path of the heart. Hey, what is up, guys? I'm Matthew Chan, and welcome back to The Intrepid. Hello, 大家好，我是 Matthew 陈泽银，欢迎回到 The Intrepid。今天的 podcast 呢要用英文，不过我会用中文介绍今天的来宾。这位很特别的来宾是中国很有才华的歌手 ，the one and only 卡西恩。And to translate for English-speaking <laughs> listeners, our special guest today is China's rising talent singer Cassian. How are you doing today, Cassian? Hi! Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. Okay,、oh, so for the people who don't know who you are, do you think you can give them a quick intro of yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure.、Um, hi, everyone. My name is Cassian.、Um, I'm 21 year old from Shenzhen, China.、Uh, I am a junior studying applied psychology at NYU, but currently I'm taking a gap year. Uh, so I'm staying in Shanghai. Meanwhile, I'm a singer, songwriter, and a music producer.、Uh, yeah, and I released my latest single called "Spicy" on September the twenty ninth. <laughs> yeah, everybody should go listen. <laughs> okay, so I'm not too familiar with your upbringing. I know you just said you're so, you're from Shenzhen, but your English is Shenzhen, really good. Yeah, yeah. So、Thank、I remember I was, I was scrolling through your Instagram. I was listening to I heard you speaking. I was like, damn, is she from China? Is she from America? So is there、oh、like how did your English get this good? Do you have any tips or tricks that you can recommend to our listeners? Um, like I think it's probably just because I went abroad for like four to five years, like after middle school. Like I went to Pittsburgh, and then I stayed there for a year, and then I went to Australia for two years, uh, and then I went to New York <laughs> for NYU.、Dang. Yeah. Okay, so、um, yeah, I want to rewind back to your high school days now.、Uh, right. Do you think you can tell us where you went to high school?、Um, so year ten, I like I did two years of year ten. So year ten, my first year ten was at Shenzhen Senior High School, and then my second year ten was at Vincentian Academy in Pittsburgh. But it was it was shut down last year. And then after the year in Pittsburgh, I went to Cairns in Queens, Queensland, Australia, and then finished my high school there. Do you know where Cairns is? No idea. <laughs> It's literally where、um, the Great Barrier Reef is. Oh dang! Did you go scuba diving and whatnot? No, but like I regretted not doing that. I should have done that. I, I like, I just like study there. Literally, I didn't do anything else there. <laughs> We、oh, have a chance in the future, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Okay.、Um, at the time when you're in high school,、oh, did you have any hobbies or interests? Ah,、uh, it's pretty much like the interests、uh, that I have right now, like singing, songwriting, dancing. Yeah, pretty much like these.、Mm, Art、okay. related. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in、um, high school that you really developed this this love for music, then. Um, I think I started developing my love for music when I was like、uh, 
in kindergarten, like I started learning um, playing keyboard and then I got interested in like piano and then I started like joining the choir uh, in um, elementary school. And then that's like, and then since then I was all like I, all the time I was in uh, choir, school's choir nice. until I graduated from high school. Yeah. I see. So um, you said that after high school, you went to NYU for applied psychology. So yeah. I, I'm wondering, can you walk us through your decision-making process of why you chose, like, first <laughs> off, why did you choose to leave Sunset, a place you're familiar with, right. your home right. really for, for New York City, the loud and bustling city? Um, I feel like, okay, so the education in China is pretty stiff. I'm not sure why, but like, I just never uh, was able to keep up with um, the workload at school in China. So I always like being left out, like grades, like my grades was really bad. Um, And then when I was uh, in, when I was in um, middle school, it's like year nine, I got really disappointed <laughs> my grades, like, cause like no matter how hard I studied, I still got like really bad grades. So I was like wondering, oh, what if I go abroad? <laughs> Maybe that would be a better way for me to, you know, like improve my education. And then I went abroad cause like I knew that like, um, in the USA, I don't know about Australia, like somewhere else uh, or anywhere else. Cause I know like in the USA, the math is like pretty easy comparing to like the same grades um, in China. Like for example, ninth grade people are doing, I'm not sure, but like, it's like definitely easier. So I went there and then I repeated a grade 10 over there and I got a lot more better. I literally like aced all my grades. <laughs> so I was just like, like a completely improvement. Yeah, it was um, kind of like, have you seen Superman before? No. Oh, oh, it's like on his planet, he's normal, but when he comes to Earth, he's a superhero. Oh he's a superhero. Yes, yeah, it's pretty much like that. Yeah. Dang, bro. Yeah, that's why I left Shenzhen. Like basically, I left China. Yeah. yeah. But you're back now, right? Uh, yeah, I'm back now because of the COVID nineteen. Yeah. Does it feel good to be back home? I mean. Yeah, in some ways, but uh, sometimes I miss New York City, but sometimes I don't (laughs) because of like the food and like everything is like cheaper here. So that's a good thing. But then in New York City, they're like, there are like somehow more freedom. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, like sexual orientation, like sexual identities, like it's more like they, they embrace uh, different identities like that but in China you can't really just be out like oh I'm gay oh I'm a lesbian mm-hmm. that's like impossible yeah know? so it's more conservative uh, yeah yeah exactly okay uh, I was also curious when you were in New York and you uh, it seems like you travel all over the place did you right but like between America and China what was uh, a big cultural difference that you saw besides what you just said hmm The biggest difference, I would say the people are really different from like, uh, I feel like American people in general, they're like more like out front. 
they would like they would be like like because like mostly all the americans that i've met they're like more like they're like talkative and like uh yeah they just like talkative and stuff like that like i, I guess that's like the general idea of like american um but then like in china they're more like still conservative like you know what i mean like they're shy and stuff like they don't really speak to people like um because yeah it's weird yeah when i came back like like after i came back i would use the same way that i talked to um americans to chinese but it just feels like i am the weird weird one in the community <laughs> because of how i speak you know what i mean yeah because you're more open yeah exactly yeah <clears throat> i feel you i feel you yeah. okay and also i was wondering why new york city because i'm guessing if you got into nyu there must have been a lot of other schools that wanted you too right why nyc um i guess it's just pretty much the same thing because like I've heard like before I went there I've heard I always heard that it's a city that embraces every identity like any, any races like any sexes and then I thought I mean it was a magical city but then turn out it's actually a city that makes you realize what reality is like it's pretty a realistic city <laughs> I don't know if that's a correct way to describe it like you can see a lot of like homelessness like every time you go to school like their train and stuff like that you can see like what like how like the drastic differences between people from um higher classes like middle classes and like lower classes you can see the drastic differences yeah. and it's like pretty terrible to yeah. see like every day yeah exactly commuting to school yeah. yeah okay and then also um i was wondering why did you choose applied psychology too like what influenced you to choose that major um applied psychology so i was like it's it's like i because i had um i had how to say it how to put it it's literally like a dream for me to like be a therapist and like to change the whole um societal stigma about like mental health uh mental illness in China because whenever you speak about oh um I'm depressed or like oh um I'm anxious or whatever like people would think that oh it's just like a physical health problem it's not like a mental health problem like whenever you mention oh you have like mental illness people would be like like is that like that would be like really serious for them so I really wanted to like break this stigma and then <clears throat> let everyone know that it's okay to have mental illness sometimes because we're all humans but then now um I mean I'm, I'm still enjoying like psychology this major and like all the courses and stuff but after I went to school, I like met people there, people um, who are at uh, like the same major as mine. Like, I feel like they're more like motivated um, compared to me. So I'm just like, yeah, maybe I'm just gonna finish this degree and then 
doing music you know what I mean because yeah. I feel like I have more like potential in like music and stuff yeah. yeah do you think somehow that you bring that passion of yours for um uh, mental health like I guess promoting mental health yeah in, into exactly. your music? I mean yeah for sure uh that's why I still like am motivated like in doing music because a lot of my songs are like really like uplifting and then like really like inspiring songs and because I am a very straightforward person I don't really like I can't really be mysterious because I'm like really um outgoing and stuff and I I don't really use metaphors or <laughs> anything like that so like like my lyrics are like very straightforward and then I just like want people to know if like if I were to convey a message of like oh you should do whatever you want you know it should just like eat whatever you want like live however you want I would literally just say that oh um do whatever you want <laughs> live however you want like literally in the lyrics yeah you know what I mean yeah because I remember when I first read across your music on um Rhymes of the East it was don't be angry or is uh -huh. it la 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 I forgot Right, yeah. I think la, I was exposed right. to la 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 first, and then I got into don't be angry. When I was reading don't be angry, I was uh -huh. like, how how does somebody think of these lyrics? Do you? I'm not. I don't know how to say it in English. Like, when you're writing lyrics, because because um, I like live with my girlfriend, and sometimes we fight a lot. Um, and then uh, there was just like a moment during the fight um, that I think about, you know, like a fight shouldn't have occurred at all like you should we should like just sit down and talk about like why are we fighting like why like what are we annoyed at and then not being angry because like being angry is actually bad for our health so uh, that's why like that's that's literally like the theme for the song just like don't be angry yeah. it's just like a little like inspirations from um little things in life you know what I mean and then spicy is also because I've been writing a lot of like romantic like songs about romantic relationships and then one day my girlfriend was like maybe you should write about something else and then I was like yeah maybe and then I thought about my passion for spicy food and so I was just like yeah maybe I should <laughs> write something about spicy food and then that came out and then that's how I came up with spicy but then not only I wanted to express my love for spicy food, but more importantly, like I want to express a spicy attitude because mm, the phrase spicy, spicy girl has been like a very popular phrase in China recently. It basically means hot girls, but all you can see on the internet about spicy girls are like girls with S curve with like sexy figures. But like, what about those who don't have sexy figures? And that's, that's why it's so important for me to tell everybody through my song, like, hey, be confident, be spicy. Like, as long as you have that attitude, you can be a spicy girl, regardless of what you look like or what your body looks like. Yeah, I really like how you incorporate these messages into your music. Yeah, because there must be like a deeper theme um, for the song. Okay. Otherwise, it's like too superficial, like, oh, spicy food, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you like um, what is it called? La Chao Yo. Do you like that? Yeah, I love everything about spiciness. Well, I was putting, I can always put a bunch on my rice, and my, my mom always saying, like, what are you doing that for? Do you know how much sodium is in there? Oh my God. 
Wait, really? really? There's sodium yeah. in spicy oil, like yeah. like chili oil. Yeah, do you know logama? Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> like chili sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, this heka. Yeah, there are sodium in there. Yeah, logama is salty. I know. Tastes good though. It's worth it. Sure. Okay, so um, how would you, I guess, categorize your music, the music that you make? Um, let's see. I feel like categorizing my music because I, I would say that my music lies in many different genres, like, but. The music, like, however, the music that I have so far released are more like jazz, or jazz, R and B, and um, and like hip hop and pop. Um, but like in the future, um, I would release like more uh, stuff that combines other musical elements into my music, and so that's when like my audience can get to know me more. I see. I see. Yeah. And do you think、um, your music has somehow been influenced by American culture or Australian culture?、Um, I would say that my music is influenced、um, not only by American or Australian culture, but also other cultures like my root culture. You know, like Chinese cultures. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? You cater your music to any sort of group, any any group, or is it a self more of a self expression? Like you make what you want to make, right?、Um, yeah, I would I would say that my music is catered toward like the new generation, like ranging from thirteen、um, year olds to like twenty five, because I want to make more audience, like younger audience, to realize that there are. More like there are, like more different stuff that you can explore,、um, and inspire them in general. Yeah. Do you think when you write songs and when you sing, is it therapeutic for yourself? It is. Oh my god, it's so therapeutic. I like always get goosebumps when I sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's a gift. Yeah, it's like KTP it. every day. KT. Yeah, yeah. K two every day. Yeah. yeah.、Um, so, yeah. so with your music, do you think there's、um, anybody you look up to, like anybody that's super influential for for how you、um, make your music? I feel like、um, I can't really say that there is like there is a particular person that、um, has a lot of influences on my music, but I would say that like. Everyone that I've encountered so far in my life, they um has an influence on my music. So like everyone, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love like talking to people and like getting to know their life experiences and like interesting stuff that I that they've gone through. Yeah, because I like um talking to different people. And then, like, getting to know their life experiences and like what they've gone through and stuff like that. So, a lot of time, I can like gather a lot of information from what they tell, like what they told me, and that's like how my inspiration came through.
Do you think when you talk to people, do you get super deep and get close? Yeah, I do. I love getting deep. Dang. So you get, I, I feel like you get some pretty um, concrete relationships that way. Yeah, exactly. So like I can know them more so that I know like if I want to be friend with them or not. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 I see. And I'm curious, what do you ultimately want to do in the future? Because I know you said uh, music is really the path you want, but you're an artist on one hand. And on the other hand, you're going to have a, a degree in applied um, psychology. psychology. So um, yeah. I don't know. Like I haven't, honestly, I haven't decided yet because I haven't seen like a really big chance, like a big opportunity for me to uh, literally like set root in the music industry in China. Um, like if I were to meet any um, like super big opportunities, like for example, finding a reality show that fits me um, and stuff like that. And then, um, or like I get chances for like like a really big chances for me to like expose oh for, for like for me to gain exposure in China I would say that I mean I would uh decide to like keep doing music but if I don't see it like I would say until I graduated if I don't see any big chances I would like um decided to do something else but means but I will but I would yeah but I will still make music on the site yeah (laughs) would be like a plan b yeah I see see. yeah um I was also wondering so in China there are shows like so like the rap of China and whatnot Mm -hmm. you said you would you would try out for those shows I I mean I I would I would and I did but I did not get in so I feel like that might not be the kind of show uh, for me because most, because like, first of all, my singing is definitely better than rapping. And then secondly, most of the rappers in the show, they, uh, they rap a lot. And so I feel like it's still, because I just started rapping. Mm-hmm. And so there are still like a lot of room for me to make in terms of rapping. Yeah. I mean, I tried another reality show. It's called The Coming One. It's like from last year, or like 2000, like 2018. Oh, no, 2019. Um, I went to that casting, but it was just because of the contract. I did not like I didn't decide to go because it was like a 10 years contract. <laughs> so I'm just like no I'm not going even though it's like a really big opportunity um because it's with Tencent um Tencent video um but I still did not did not go you know what I mean 10 years it's big I know so do you think um I guess is it a hard process to get into like to get on these shows I mean it's (laughs) not it's just it's sometimes it's more about your choices like if you like whether you want whether you choose to go on to that show or not and if you go on to that show what what are you gonna give up 
like there are there must be things that you must give up in order to go on to that show um, for example the coming one that I just talked about you have to give up on like uh, future opportunities with like different agencies and like different labels you know what I mean like if you were like if you were to stuck with that only like label and then that label turned out to not be a good label you would be yeah okay so uh I'm curious like you're talking about a plan b do you do you think having a plan b is is something you need a safety net is necessary um yeah, I would say it's necessary, but um, I have a friend who told me that, you know, like once you've chose something, like for example, music, don't ever look back, just like keep doing it and then don't leap for any safety nets. But then I thought about it and then I was like, I, cause I know people who are doing different things at the same time. And I thought they can do it. Like, why can I don't, like, why, why can I not do it? So I'm just like, yeah, safety net is good. <laughs> I should just keep it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just in case. And, it's a just in case. Yeah. And also like NYU is so expensive. <laughs> I've already yeah. spent like two years of tuition on it. Yeah. I see. So, yeah. I don't is want it... it to be like an opportunity cost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning yeah. about that right now. Opportunity costs. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me shivers. <laughs> but I'm also wondering, Um, I understand in Chinese culture, uh, at least from my understanding, stability, uh-huh. meaning job stability, financial stability, and so on are, are right. very important. Do you feel like, um, I don't know, given the, the road you've chosen, do you think your family supports this decision of yours? Uh, yeah, they do. I mean, they they yeah. literally supported me throughout my life so far because um, I made the decision of like going abroad and then they like did not ask about why at all and then they just send me to the states <laughs> um and now i want to be a singer even though our financial situation is not that good our family's financial situation um but i still you know want to give them hope and i'm also like working hard to like you know like make some thing out of this thing out of music yeah so i'm trying my best I see. to not yeah. let them down yeah. yeah but they are supportive mm-hmm. yeah um next question i was wondering was um i guess have you ever thought about giving up before and just running to i know in china you guys have jojo liu right what's jojo liu isn't like from 9 a.m to 9 p.m six days a week oh oh right 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 um that that would never work for me <laughs> <laughs> that's a no for me um i i've never thought about giving up on music but i would but i've thought about you know having plan b like i said because i'm really interested in like besides music i'm interested in styling also so i'm um currently i'm looking for like styling opportunities like for like assistance or something like that so that i can you know have a plan C or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because I love selling. Because like in my music video of Spicy, um, this I I was in charge of the styling, and then Leah, the art director, was the one who um, 
you know, checked up on all my styling and then say yes, like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I, I saw the MVs for both Don't Be Angry and Spicy, and they were definitely very creative. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think yeah, I think that's a good plan C. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I was also wondering when you see people on those shows, like Zhongguo Xin Song or Zhongguo Lei Xiha, like Brent right. B. Xiaobai, or past contestants like Wang Yitai, or just other oh artists in general. You know it so well. Because I'm watching like every day, bro. Like I'm in the wow. bathroom brushing my teeth and I'm sitting here long. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, so what was your question? I was so surprised by your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you see current contestants like Brent B. Xiaobai or past contestants uh-huh. like Wang Yitai who are popping off or succeeding right now um do you feel like that's more of a motivation for yourself or do you reach the point of feeling jealous of that success um I would like I usually would not compete with any like male singers (laughs) because they're not literally in my area but um first of all I would be really like if I like if the people who I know um they have like a really good progress in their area um uh, like in their career I would be like really happy for them um but then I think there must be some type of jealousy in there um but like nevertheless I would tell myself that like it's not like I would tell myself but like it's literally like it would reminds me of what I want to do and because I know like someday I would be a star too because I know my t- potential and I know that it's just because everyone's everyone's like everyone's paths are different so my path would not be like hers or you know what I mean so I would just take it easy and then just keep doing my own thing and be like really chill. Yeah. So would you say your end goal is becoming, I guess, like a Wang Yitai on that platform, on that that level? Um, not like rappers, but like more of like more of like a like uh, a Joan Baba. No, not Joan Baba. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but like, um, like bigger but like more influential not like bigger but like more influential because i want my music to reach out to like more people like mostly like younger people i, I don't know who i would be like who i would be i mean i i would become myself but like i don't know like what how would i become yeah and like on what level <laughs> i guess yeah at what level yeah <laughs> yeah exactly okay so then um, that leads to the next question is, what does success mean to you personally? I would say like first um, and most importantly, health um, and then family, friends and money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then in the music industry, in the music industry or for musicians, in terms of right. success, what percent would you attribute to luck? And then what percent to work and effort for, for the success you see in your career? Hmm, I would say it really depends on like, who are we talking about? Cause it's like, it varies like very drastically. Like if you say, cause like in the Chinese music industry, like 
I mean, in a lot of industry, like in different, um, like music industry in different countries also, like there are hardworking people who are like really qualified um, to like gain their success, um, but they didn't really, like people don't really see them. But then there are people who like know nothing about music or like barely know anything about music. Um, they got famous <laughs> because of their personality or like whatever. Yeah, Not, we definitely like, have a lot things. of those in America. Yeah, exactly. So it really, you like, you can't really tell. I yeah, see. yeah. I guess um, I, don't, I don't know how the process works to getting your, your songs on like Rhymes of the East, but when uh, Spicy made his way into Rhymes in the East, was that... Um, like is that a big a big feat what do you mean by rhymes in the east or like or isn't that the playlist the official apple playlist oh you mean on wait apple music yeah yeah oh yeah wait so what was your question so i guess um was that uh almost lucky to get it on or was it your effort like just constantly emailing people like, hey can you get it on rhymes in the east i mean i did not email them at all i don't know if it's be- like I'm not sure if um, the editor listened to my music and then really liked it and then put it on the pale playlist or is it because of my agency? <laughs> um, I'm not sure because I didn't ask my agency um, or label, but I would say it's probably just because of my music. I see. I, see. I didn't really email them, but like I think I'm really lucky and I got I'm like really, really pumped on that day that I saw me my song on a playlist because it's Apple Music. I know. That's how, that's yeah. how I got first exposed to you. Wow. Okay. And I was also wondering, what do you think sets you apart from other people? Because in music, uh, like in America, we have a running joke of the starving musician, the quote unquote starving musician, who's poor and always hungry because they can't find a gig to play. So under, it's understood that a career in music is not for the faint hearted. It's hard. It's not for everyone. So what do you think it, right. it is about you that you, you can stomach this type of lifestyle? I think, first of all, my personality is pretty attractive in some ways, um, at least in the uh, creative industry. I think my personality is definitely like the favored uh, one Um, Because I'm like a really pretty straightforward person and that makes me write songs and convey like very straightforward message and that's like my like that what that's like what makes me special and then also um, I'm lucky to like sign with TikTok and then ADA Rising so I like I think it's just because I don't know. I think it's just like my personality and then like my songwriting and then music producing ability. And then with like my comp, like my label and agency. Yeah. Wait, so you're part of, you're part of um, 88 Rising? Yeah. 88 Rising in China. They're like my agent agency. And then my label is like, like beat dance. So it's like TikToks. Oh no, no, it's no more TikToks company. It's Douyin, Douyin's company. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to meet uh, the higher brothers? Because 
I did not, um, but hopefully I will. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, thinking back on all the advice you've been given in life, what do you think was the best advice you've ever received? Um, take everything step by step, literally. <laughs> Is that Just, what you've done with your yeah. career? Yeah. I mean, there are times that I got really anxious about like, oh my God, like, why is everyone, you know, like, I just like, I just, you just can't really compare like with other people. Cause you know, but then sometimes you just do that. So like one time I was like talking with my friends and we turn out, we both have the same problem. Cause we like, we want things um, to become true. So, so urgently that we kind of lost um like the beginning like why are we starting like why are we starting to do this you know what I mean so like the conclusion was like oh we got to take it step by step and that's what helped you return back to the initial passion I guess yeah exactly yeah I see and is would that be the same advice you give to creators and aspiring musicians or do you have definitely uh, I see. definitely yeah yeah okay do not compare with others it's so toxic <laughs> <laughs> yeah because everyone has different path to walk through yeah it's I true see. um as a musician what are you most proud of right now what what am i most proud my songs because they're my babies because they're like they're what makes me like they're what make me who i am today yeah, I like see. Cassian. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also feel like with songs, I guess even if you're not here, the music still stays here and people can still listen to it afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it has a very powerful medium. Yeah. Also, what is the impression you want people or your songs to leave on people when they listen to it? Hmm. Refreshing and um memorable (laughs) and inspiring that's very important okay and lastly what is it that you want your legacy to be um i like i want to be the (laughs) i want to be the revolutionary artist in china who contributes to the new wave because i feel like now um there are a lot of like rising young musicians in china now um and they like produce like a lot of like very different music um from uh the musicians in the past so i think there's gonna be like a really huge wave um in the chinese music industry that's gonna change like the whole perspective of like people that see music in china yeah so i want to yeah i want to be that (laughs) okay you guys can check out cassian on almost all streaming platforms apple music youtube spotify Uh, you can look forward to more of her music you can check out her newest song la 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 spicy uh, on all streaming platforms thank you so much cassian yeah thank you so much for having me